You know what that sound means. It's another episode of Game for a Movie, where we ask, are you game for a movie? I'm Mike. I will be your host. I am joined by... Andre. And Jill. Yeah. Welcome to the show. Hey. Guys, thanks for having us. Great to see you. Yeah, great to see you, too. To yeah. Um, we have an episode that is filled with movies that we've seen in theaters, which is strange, because before we started recording, uh, what did you guys admit? We this is the last week we watched two movies and, mm-hmm. in a row, and that was the first time we had been in a theater since Christmas. December. Yeah, yeah. So Jeez, that's nuts to me. And I've seen three movies in like the past two weeks. Yeah, <laughs> trying to well, think of... well, I mean, like honestly, my excuse is that this year has been a banger year for video games so far. So that's that is very our, true. Like, that's our fair. entire media is just. And also, there hasn't really been a film that I've been keeping an eye on where I'm like, yeah, when that hits the theater, I have to be there. Right. Like last year, 2022, that's how it was for everything everywhere, all, everywhere, all at once. Right. I saw a trailer for it at the end of 2021. It's like, I need to see that movie. And then uh, March, April, whenever it uh, came out in theaters mm-hmm. initially, we, we went and saw it. I think it was March, but yeah, yeah, yeah. It was March. I think so. Yeah, uh, I'm looking it up right now. And I mean, look at it now. Yeah, right. April. Yeah. April 8th, 2022. April? Okay. Yeah. And uh, what I was thinking, I, it's funny we talk about this because I was thinking this earlier today. Um, some of the trailers I saw before the movie with, that I'm going to talk about because I saw the movie today are movies that I'm just kind of like, oh, yeah, that seems okay. I would see that. But with A-List, I feel like I go to those movies. Mm-hmm. And so I was trying to figure out each month what was the movie that got me excited to go. Cause I feel like I've at least gone to one every month and I don't know. It's weird. Cause this year there's like, there's been nothing that I've been, Oh, I really need to see those movies, but I've gone to movies. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. I'm trying to think. So like, um, well, I mean, you were, you were super pumped about scream six, right? Like, I was you super were... pumped about scream six. That's true. And yeah. I still am excited that i saw that um no matter what happens about it what happens uh, about it I don't well know. Uh, yeah i guess i guess that's what i meant um because i think that it's middle of the road mm. and i think uh, what, what bothered me most about it was the end reveal of the bad guys so i think that's that's why i would say whatever happens with it. But it did, but it did well in the box office though, right? It did well in the box office. So. There will probably be another, uh, there'll be they're, they're going to make another There, one there are those. six of them. Okay. So what, what's the highest of the high and the lowest of the lows for the I scream mean, series? The highest is definitely scream one. Still. There's mm-hmm. no question. In my it mind. is a great movie. I haven't yeah. rewatched it in a long time, but even Claire was willing to watch that. Yeah. The meta-ness of it is still just so right, right there. So yeah, I saw scream in February and I saw, um, uh, John Wick Chapter Four in March, or maybe not March, but the beginning of April, mm-hmm. and then this movie that I saw today. So it's interesting because it's just I feel like I've gone to a lot more movies, and even watching the trailers, I'm like, oh yeah, just because I have this A list, I'll go see it. You know, huh. I don't know. Yeah, it's strange, but we need to talk into what it we're drinking. Oh, That's what yeah. we need to do first. So Andre, you that. kick us off. Cool. Well, I got with me. I think this is like the fourth or fifth time it's appeared on this show. Uh, Dogs and Boats from Beard. Yeah. I saw the can and I thought it was Dogs and Boats and I was so excited. Yeah. <laughs> you know, hey, it's yeah. Double IPA with Citra Mosaic. It's it's reliable. It's tasty. It's good. It's fantastic. And Kittens and Canoes is pretty great, too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But uh, Andre would not advise eating a creamsicle ice cream pop before having dogs. Oh boats. no, yeah, that was that was an unfortunate mistake. I was offered a creamsicle and it was good. The creamsicle was fine, and then I had yeah. a sip of dogs of boats, and it's just like, well, I think any IPA after having like a sweet treat like that, it's like, oh my god, this is like fucking bitter as hell. And yeah, also like citrus. An, yeah, like the orange and the yeah yeah yeah. I, I, orange and IPA does not mix for me. No, it does not. Yeah, yeah. I'm. Yeah. I'm reinforced in my personal tastes that I do not like creamsicles. Ooh, they okay. Don't taste, I don't think they taste good. I'm a chocolate ice cream. Yeah, well, you're chocolate, chocolate everything. Icy. Right? I feel like with with dessert items, okay, you I, never I, 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 I
Right? I said icy. Cause, like, oh. You it's, said it's, chocolate icy. What, what is the chocolate icy? What is the chocolate icy? icy? <laughs> well, Are you thinking- so, the creamsicle thing that you had last night, yeah. was that actually ice cream or is that just like an ice bar? Yeah, it was like an ice cream thing. You, you're talking about a fudgesicle? So oh, that's a chocolate icy. Uh, what the fuck? Chocolate icy. I think of like I'm... the blue raspberries. Yeah, thing. exactly. Like, what, like what oh, you... would you want like we go to a movie Poop theater? A do you want blue icy, red icy, coke icy? Well, does the fudgesicle have icy? is fudge is a fudgesicle ice cream? I think fudgesicle is a dairy based product. Is that that's, that's not the that's not answering the question? I don't know, man. Uh, fudgesicle. Um, <laughs> I really want to know this now. Yeah, is a chocolate and cream. <laughs> Chocolate and cream. Yeah. So I will call that, that is an, an ice, ice cream. cream. Yeah, yeah that's an ice cream. cream. Yeah. That's cold. Yeah. yeah, I would have guessed it was ice cream, but like an yeah, ice there's cream. There's dairy in there, you know. <laughs> there's definitely like chocolate flavored ices out there. I'm sure there is. And the people who drink those are perverts, but. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they don't drink them. The coloring on that just <laughs> seems all wrong. Like it seems it like a poop. Like. Well, okay, but to be fair, they do so. They, you can get a Coke icy, which would also be the yeah. same color as a chocolate that's icy. Cool. Let's get real. I guess that's true. I do like Coke icies too, so Coke I can't really icy say that. sounds. It sounds oh, like it delicious. would be a, like a what? It like Pop Rocks. Have you ever had a Coke float? No, I don't like Coca Cola. Oh, oh, oh man, Coke yeah. floats are great. Well, it's, like a, it's like a root beer float, but Coke. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm an equal opportunist in my dislike of soda. So that's fair. Yeah, that's I've never had a root beer. You've never had. Never had a root never beer. Never had root beer. Not a legitimate one. If it like a like the sucky candy you could get from the dentist or the doctor. Yeah, no. Those or the don't lollipop, count. the dum dum. That's nasty. All right, so. so we're gonna have to go on a root beer journey. No, uh, yeah, we right. really don't. We yeah, we'll figure it out. It's a great <laughs> tangent. Mm. Yeah. Well, okay. Hey, Jill, what are you drinking? Is it uh, chocolate? Not root beer, apparently. <laughs> not root beer. Not root chocolate beer or icy. chocolate icy. I am drinking from Bigelow. The tea maker, Sweet Dreams Herbal Tea. I was like, I've never heard of that brewery, but that's just <laughs> Bigelow. Being an alcoholic. Bigelow beer. <laughs> I mean, I could see them branching off. There, yeah, no, right. I literally, there was like a collab um, with Bigelow, and I think uh, fucking uh, Stony Bigelow Creek, beer. Stony Stony Creek. Oh, nice. Those collabs with, with Bigelow tea. Yeah, yeah. Like I think a, there could be a tea, like yeah. No, there's, I, I, there's a Bigelow Brewing that's in oh. Maine. Oh, so it's not probably the same as the tea maker. Right. Um, no, there. I I just found the uh, Stony Creek and uh, Bigelow, but Bigelow Beer Brewing Ooh. Beer is its own beer company. American <laughs> half of Ison with Bigelow Earl Grey tea. That sounds lovely. Carpe also, Tiem. That doesn't the, the sound main, bad at all. The main Bigelow yeah. Brewing. The the outside looks like a uh, Fox Farms in Connecticut. Oh, oh nice. little cool. barn looks very yeah. cute. Yeah. yeah. Okay. What are you drinking, Mike? Uh, I've got a beer from Sycamore Brewing. It is called Slurricane. Slurricane. It is a tropical IPA. It has uh, sounds like it's go. gonna get us there canceled. It's cute. It looks like uh, Lumpy Space Princess. But oh, yeah, it yeah, does look right. like Lumpy Space like Princess. Yeah, yeah okay. Lumpy Space Princess drinking a hurricane. Uh, it's very like tropical flavors and stuff like that. I had to make sure no coconut, but it's pretty good actually. It's I've had a two sips and I'd have more. So I have okay. a four pack of this. I got Sweet. it today. Sycamore is that in is that in Charlotte? Mm-hmm. Nice. I'm sorry. No, um, I actually don't know where it is. It's definitely in North Carolina. Okay. Um. Yeah, in Charlotte. Oh, nice. go to Charlotte. I thought it was, but I just didn't know for sure. I didn't want to like guess. But I have that, and then uh, Noda Brewing as well. It is in Charlotte. That I have that upstairs as well. That's their hop, drop, and roll. Ooh. But, it's yeah. Name. Hop, drop, and roll. I've had before. I like that. This Slurricane's actually pretty good. They were having a deal on it, so I was like, yeah, I'll try it. Why not? Yeah. Yeah. So going back briefly to the Bigelow Tea and Stony Creek uh-huh. Beer yes. Club, they had a second one that was infused with their Earl Grey tea. Wait, wait, wait. That was the one, the Hefeweizen or the... So the there's the Constant Comment. No. So okay. No Comment has Constant Comment and then... Oh, then there's gotcha. the half of Ison with the, the with the Earl Grey. Grey. Yeah, mm-hmm. I want to try that half half of Ison with that Earl Grey. Sounds nice. Yeah, that yeah. does sound good. We'll let yeah. the report back. I'd be a fan of that. They're both Connecticut based. Ooh, Connecticut. Yeah, I gotta say, I'm not I'm not upset that I don't live in Connecticut anymore. I'm upset I don't see you guys as regularly. <laughs> I mean, say, I'm upset. Yeah, we're well, the last yeah. nutmeggers uh, standing now. You at are this the point. last nutmeggers standing. Oh. last one. You got to carry the torch. I guess so, man. <laughs> We've covered what we're drinking. We need to talk about these movies that we saw in theaters. Yeah. 
Andre, you are getting us started, even though uh, both you and Jill obviously are going to be jumping in. Uh, so, Andre, you get to present first. What movie are you talking about? So we uh we went and watched that 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 their D and D movie that they went and made, huh? Oh, the D and D movie. That, yeah. That, 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 Dungeons and Dragons: Honor Among Thieves. Could not think of a more generic title possible for this film. It's um, yeah, it's um, it's a it's a bad title. It's uh, yeah, not great. Uh, However. The However, same can't be said for the actual movie. Yeah, nice. no, a movie's got some charm to it. So, so, all right. So, what were like? Did you see the trailers for this movie? Like, I saw the trailers for this movie, and it looks like fun. It it was fun. Yeah, yeah. as it turns out, hey, it was pretty fun. Um, yeah, entirely disposable. I'm struggling to remember the plot points right now as we speak. That being oh. said. <laughs> I liked a lot. Of, I liked the characters. I think it took itself just the right amount of seriously. You know what I mean? And yeah, it was a good time. I'd watch more of this stuff. I think they knew exactly the kind of movie they wanted to make. And nice. they used the not only the IP, but the very concept of Dungeons and Dragons pretty well. Yeah, I would say because so much of the humor mm-hmm. is like, it, you know, well, we we played d right? So we, yeah. like so much of the humor, it kind of is. It, it, it relies on the concept of like all of the like like people playing this this tabletop game with all these arbitrary rules, you know. I think oh, they like. I'm I'm ready to get it started again. By the way. Yeah. Yeah. You do remind, are you ready to be the DM? We need we need I'm, you to DM it up, buddy. I'm ready to DM, but I'm a little nervous. I'm not gonna lie. Ah, don't be nervous. It's like. Did you problem. see the guy from Dimension Twenty? I think this came out recently. Their DM from Dimension Twenty was saying how. Uh, he had like a throwaway line that completely changed one of their their entire story th- storylines. Oh wow, geez! I mean, so that he... takes skill to be able to just oh. be like, "All right, well." <laughs> I don't mean to. I don't mean to derail, but I no, thought this don't. was pretty good. This is part um, of it. So, like, the start of their game took place at a wedding mm-hmm. that they were all at. Uh, it was a it was a dwarf wedding, and basically. Uh, this one guy just rolls like a an insight check or something like that and gets a pretty high score and is just like, "How are you feeling about the wedding, uh, uh, bride to be?" And she's like, "You know, I'm I'm kind of nervous about it. I don't know how I feel about it and everything like that." So they kidnapped the bride to be because they're like, "We're gonna save you from this wedding," and that changed the entire storyline because wow. Supposed- so they just pivoted. That's cool. Yeah. No, yeah, I mean that's a sign a of a cool good idea. DM that you can just kind of pivot like that, you know, right. like like totally just run away with as well. This NPC that you didn't have plans for them, but I guess you just got to roll with it, right? It just became part of it, and yeah. So that's the kind of I am doing my studying. I am I am like watching other DMs. I'm trying to, I'm making sure that this is going to be fun and that I can actually do this. Well, sure, yeah, but don't put too much pressure on yourself, man. Like I we're know. all going to have a good time, you know. Oh, yeah, it, it's not like it, it, you know we like hanging out with you, so just playing D and D is just an excuse to hang out really is that how i feel about it right uh yeah we don't need excuses to hang out there's no there's no excuse needed tell me we'll hang out <laughs> hell yeah i uh, oh, go for it oh no i was gonna say because it, it just made me think of it so i was looking at reviews of this honor among thieves yeah uh did they change the title for the like british crowd so honor had the u in it oh i wonder i mean why not look at the poster yeah know? right because uh, the Wikipedia page has it without the U, but like, I mean, if it's appearing internationally, I don't see why changing the first just IMDb this name. review that I saw had the U in it, and so I was wondering, just mm. oh, okay, cool, yeah, like I, I don't know, and maybe they didn't. Maybe that reviewer is just from the UK, right? Yeah. Anyways. Anyway, sorry, right? this movie. Oh yeah, no, no worries. Uh, let's see, star-studded cast. Uh, mm-hmm. you know, it's got Chris Pine, Shaw Rodriguez. Uh, okay. This Bridgerton. is your first time seeing Mr. Mr. Bridgerton. Bridgerton. Yeah, Red, uh, Jean, Page. Jean Page. Jean Page. Jean Page. Yeah, Jean-Page. I think if if Jean-Page? it was all French, it's Roger Jean Page. Yeah, and then like Jean-Page. and then Hugh Grant is just the absolute smarmiest rogue bat, like a- asshole. Exactly ever. what you want from Hugh Grant. Yeah, exactly, like everybody knows their role, and everybody is playing it exactly how you'd expect it to. And but like you know, like you you can tell that they're all into it, right? Like it's yeah. not like Chris Pine's just. I mean, he's collecting a paycheck, but you know, like he's into it. He's he's, he's yeah, doing he, his best, you know. They're... He's a good they, they stroke. A, they struck a good balance with nice. tongue in cheek and then overacting and whatnot. I'm all for that. Yeah. Anyway. So and you can totally like it was so easy for me to just watch this movie and be like, oh, like this character. Oh, she just 
she just uh totally botched or she just totally got her insight check and was able or perception check was able to see through this character's uh ruse oh man that guy totally whiffed on his uh <laughs> dexterity saving throw woof well he just ate it you know what i mean like it's yeah. so easy to just apply that kind of logic um oh my gosh i'm just I trying to that. think like in the very i guess in the very opening scene, like mm-hmm. there, it's uh, Chris Pine as Edgin the Bard and Michelle Rodriguez as Olga the Barbarian, and they're mm-hmm. both captured. They're in this, they're they're prisoners in this like ice like pr- like prison in the middle of nowhere, right? Okay, and they're trying to figure out how to plot their escape. Um, they they're the whole setup is that they're going like they're pleading their case towards like the council, uh, mm-hmm. that only come every two years, and so they're chatting about it, being like as long as um. Jarnathan shows up we'll be good like as long as Jarnathan shows up we'll be able to figure this out it was kind of led to imply like oh like um Edgin Chris Pine's character has an in with Jarnathan like he knows Jarnathan well he's gonna be able to plead he's gonna gonna talk his way through it right yeah because he's got the charisma like okay cool we'll talk his way out of it and so they get brought before the council Jarnathan's not there and he's like oh like like like, all right plead your case he's like oh i really want jonathan to be here and they're like no you're gonna just play your case now we'll 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 decide where the (laughs) two yeah he's stuck in a storm for your sentence or not yeah so that's how and then and then that's where they go into like he's like all right fine then he does the exposition of his whole backstory but it's fine like in you'd be like in any other movie be like oh jesus a little really ham-fisted way to learn about you know edgin's backstory but in a D&D campaign, that's literally how you get it done, right? Like, yeah, it's, right. It's, it feels natural because it's unnatural, if that makes sense, right? Um, <laughs> it's an and, interesting and way of putting it, but yeah. it's. I mean, like, it, that sounds like the most bullshit excuse possible. Like, they handle it really well. Um, yeah. And then this all kind of culminates, and it's kind of a generic backstory, whatever. I'm not going to go into the details here, but it all kind of culminates in Jarnathan finally shows up. And Jarnathan is, um, what's, what's he looks the like race? a Griffith. A Griffith. Yeah, yeah, he's like a bird person. I forget the actual term. Bird person, Phoenix um, person. Could have been a yeah, rock. Yeah, yeah, no, he yeah, wasn't yeah. a rock. There's another term for it. Bird race. Uh, Aorca. Aorca. Aracocra is what I Aracocra. Aracocra. Was it? Anyways. Wasn't was, Nick an Arakokra? Yes, he was. Yes, oh, yeah. and he he bullshitted through all my combat encounters because he was like, "All right, I just fly 15 feet in the air," and I'm like, "Well, fuck you." <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> anyway, so Jonathan, the Arakokra, shows up, and then like you know, uh, Edgin is just like, "Oh, it's so good to see you. It's so great to see you." And then and, like he's like, "I have no idea who this person is at all, or whatever." And then immediately he just tackles him, and they fly. They're in this giant um keep up like wait like 50, yeah. 50 floors up in the air, and he tackles him. And they jump through a giant glass window, basically forces the Jarnathan to be like, well, I guess I have to fly or else I'm going to die carrying both <laughs> Olga, Holga and and Edgin. Right. And it's just like you could totally imagine just players at a table being like, I'm just going to tackle the guy and make him make him fly away. You know, oh, 19. OK, cool. You can yeah, do yeah. it. <laughs> and then, yeah, right. And you can just imagine the DM is like, you can try. And then they're like, all right, I just rolled a nat 20. It's like, all right, I guess this fucking works then. And, you know, there's so many. And then moments. you're snorting kel- skeleton cocaine. You know? Exactly. Right. You're smoking kel- skeleton cocaine. And yeah. And so there's so many moments in this movie that like just hit for me like that. Right. Yeah. Where it's just like, wow, like this is so delightfully stupid, but in a really fun, cheeky way. Right. <laughs> Delightfully uh, stupid. Yeah, I love it's a good it. way to sum it up. Yeah, so like, there's, there's, t- I'm not, that's the only bit I'm gonna spoil because it's like the first five minutes of the movie. But like, there's tons of moments like that, right? Okay, yeah. And in this movie, the script is it's pretty generic. Like, nothing's gonna be shocking about the plot twists, the the beats yeah. that hits. But like, it gets to, it, 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 it has it where it counts in that you know quickly. It's a not po- about the storyline. It's about the friends along the way. Well, yeah, yeah, you know, like you know, quickly a party kind of forms around Edgin. The whole juxtaposition is that his daughter is, is not, is living with um, Hugh Grant's character. Who's become a surrogate father while he's imprisoned and twisted her against him. And so the whole entire emotional crux is that he, that they're, they're trying to all basically form a heist around stealing uh, Hugh Grant's uh, treasure. He's, he's become the Lord of this, this, this uh what would you call it a town it's bigger than a town but it's not quite oh, it's a city. A king. it's like it's own a kingdom, kingdom right he's a lord basically he becomes himself he's he's, a, he's an asshole rogue that becomes this lord of this town and the uh, province whatever yeah and they're all just <laughs> trying to get they've all been wronged by hugh grand they're all trying to get a one-up on him so okay you know 
Quickly, this party forms together, and not all the jokes land, not all the interactions are great, but enough do that it carries you through the movie, and the and the action is just engaging enough where you're like, yeah, all right, cool. I'm not ever super bored. Um, the practical, so so Jonathan, he was all practical. Well, most of him was like it was it was a dude in a bird suit, so I appreciated that. It wasn't just oh, okay. a CGI dude, you know. Yeah. So they had like, and they showed like a trailer showing off their practical effects. I feel like they should have leaned into that a little bit more because they like it is kind of impressive sometimes. They could have Jim yeah. Henson creature shopped some things. Yeah, I cause... looked at. I'm on the. I'm not the IMDb. I'm on the Wikipedia page, and I don't see anything in production about, about... making those things. Okay, so I mean, I'm like, guessing this movie's budget was probably what like half of an MCU movies usually. One hundred and fifty right. million. Yeah, and that looks way better to be honest with you. Like the 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 effects do. So well, like, and I'll say know. like uh, it, it seems like this movie's doing well enough that hopefully we get more of this universe. Yeah, yeah, yeah they're very like optimistic. Decent. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, yeah, that's like I guess the best thing I could say is that I'm down for more. You know what I mean? Okay. Like, there's really like like I'm down for more, whether it be with this party that they've kind of formed together, or mm-hmm. they could totally spit it off and just focus on a different part like have only like one of the, like a like have only one a couple of the characters show up in a cameo appearance or whatever you know what okay. i mean like yeah the, the world's their oyster as far as it goes um yeah i i, I had a good time I, I feel like i've been talking a lot though joe what do you what are your thoughts i had a really good time um i agree it's like stupid fun um i would say that if you were a fan of D, you're definitely going to get a lot out of this movie with regards yeah. to the name dropping of locations the character races how they mm-hmm. handle um classes as andre was saying like you know she did well on her intuition tra- in, on her initiative or her intuition check um there's a sorcerer wizard character that i think they have a lot of fun with like explaining and justifying how his magic works yeah. okay um <laughs> no there. <laughs> I think the only thing that kind of bummed me out was after the film, I was looking at the IMDb, IMDb pages, and there's a section in the film that the people who wrote it, the writers, they had always envisioned Monty Python, the remaining members, being in it. Yeah. Oh, that would have been hilarious. Have well, been and especially awesome. like um, Spamalot definitely had yeah. influence over this. Well, yeah. especially like uh, the trailer they showed with the corpse where you can ask him three questions or whatever. Yes. Like immediately, I imagined Monty Python. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, it, and this takes it. And there's plenty of moments yeah. like that. It, it takes us up. It's not all Monty Python like that. Like there is like some drama. There's you some, know. There's some yeah. genuine emotional beats. And, and it's nice though. Cause like it, it's, it takes itself just seriously enough where it's like, you're, okay, you're invested in the plot, but also you, you're having fun along the way. Right. Yeah. It's yeah. not like, yeah. Right. Like, so it is like, the ninth best film of the year, according to box mojo with 65 mil. Okay. That's her. domestic, right? Not, not worldwide. That's total gross is what it says. Okay. I don't know if it's, I don't know what Box Mojo if it's total gross, uh, domestic or international or whatever. Okay. But it's in between eighth was Megan with ninety five million. Okay, but that's like a horror movie that probably had a third of uh, yeah. Dungeons and Dragons budget, yeah. right? So. And then tenth, uh, the tenth best movie of the year so far was sixty four million, Cocaine Bear. Hell oh, yeah! Let's bear. go, Cocaine Bear sweep. <laughs> How's uh? Where's um? Ant Man setting while you Three. have that up? Yeah, Ant Man's probably a pretty high. I have it. It's now. their third. Um, it, it'd be interesting to see if you guys can guess what's one and two. I think you can get one. I don't know if you'd get two. It ain't Shazam. It ain't Shazam. Shazam is twelfth. Huh. It's not yeah. in. It's still in the top fifteen. I mean, the movie that yeah, you're talking it made about it. It can't be up there yet. So that just came out. No, it's not that. That is uh, 20th so far. But this is also like its opening weekend. So, Uh, Number one is The Way of Water. Still going strong. And number two is a movie we're going to get into later. Oh, yes. Yes. I mean, that kind of spoils what we're talking about, but it means pretty obvious. Well, (laughs) (laughs) Well, that definitely did. Box office mojo, here we come. Um, yeah, I don't know. I I don't know really know where to rank this movie because like I I I find it it's an easy enough watch where I feel like I can recommend it to anybody that's just like oh put it on like it's totally it's a, it's gonna be a great Netflix movie right just throw right. it on there and and have a good time have some beers you know yeah. you'll laugh and it'll be a good time. 
Um, mm -hmm. I don't know if you'll get much out of that beyond that if you haven't played D and D or aren't interested in D and D. If anything, right. I feel like this would be a good exposure to be like, here's the appeal. Like you, like it's literally like a good template for like, like they just did a really good like one shot like maybe we'll say three session D and D campaign. And it's like okay, cool. Here is that campaign tied up in a little bow, you know, and it, yeah. It, it's like, oh, if you can, do, if you want to have your own stories like that, here's the player manual and figure it out yeah. from there, whatever, right? Um, I probably landed up like I'm gonna say like I'm gonna call it give it give give this give this one like a three point two five gelatinous cubes. Oh, you took mine. Oh, gelatinous cubes. Your, yes, gelatinous cubes. which do make an appearance. There's there's, there's tons yeah, of like it's clever with how they. Well, I was gonna they, say the gelatinous they're, they're, they're cubes very in the thorough trailer. or thoughtful. Oh, where was the gelatinous cube in the trailer? Stuff. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah there's yeah. a gelatinous cube in the trailer. So, yeah. Andre, you gave it a what? 3.5? 3.25. 3.25. Yeah, that's about right. I'll give it a solid 3.3 out of a, uh, what is we it, 5? We are splitting numbers here. Out of 5 owl bears. Okay. okay. We both went with creatures, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. like, yeah. You know. We were trying to drive home that it's the creatures that you really want to see. Come on. True, true, You true. don't care I mean, about we these saw characters. It half, you want to see the We saw it creatures. for half price at our half price off. At a, oh, the Sinatra. On Tuesday, yeah, on Tuesday. Yeah, so it was a perfect yeah. six dollar film. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's that feels about right. Yeah, yeah. It, yeah. it was it was just fun to watch and not have the weight of an entire IP on it. If that's that makes true. sense, okay. you know what I mean. Like I was fine like watching that. And it's like okay, there's no there's no setup. There's no after credit scene where we have to like figure out how this ties into anything else or whatever. You know. Yeah. So yeah, they just set out to make a make a fun movie and they accomplished that. So oh, they're number nine on the list. Number 20 on the list is the movie I'm going to talk about. Oh, yeah. Uh, I saw Air today, which is the story about not Michael Jordan, but Michael Jordan's shoes. Yes. And <laughs> we've gotten we've gotten to a dangerous part. Now we're just product placement, the movie. Mm. Uh. And that's the thing I'm going to say before I jump into this, because I was thinking about it going. This is essentially just the Lego movie, but the Legos are now Air Jordans. Okay. Okay. Sure. You know what? I'm, but I mean, seriously, this is to sell Nikes, pretty much. Did, did it feel like that? Like, they, no, they did it a doesn't good feel like that. The it, Lego okay. movie is a movie about selling Legos, but it's also a very heartfelt. Yeah, I mean, right. emotional is, ride. This is a story about how Nike became the Nike. top for yeah. their basketball division, right? Because when they first started, they were not anything they were third on the list behind adidas and converse and i say third there might have been other people involved but those are just the two that you can think of right that i could think of yeah so are the the two that they focused on not that i could think of that they yeah. focused on because they did focus on converse and adidas as well basically it's the story of sunny vaquero who is the head of their basketball department and really the only thing he does is he knows how to scout talent okay he decides that he wants to put instead of them splitting their resources and getting three people from the 1984 draft to like get to sign with nike one of which being john stockton of all people he basically says what if we take that budget and focus on one player that player being michael jordan of course uh, it's the story of how Sonny just shows up at their house because Michael Jordan doesn't even want to take a meeting with Nike. That's how far that's how low they are on the totem pole. Wow. He doesn't even want to take a meeting like he's all right. Converse second Adidas first. And if Adidas doesn't work out for not offering me the right thing, we're going Converse. Right. Which mm. is so weird to me. I couldn't imagine wearing Converse. Converse Jordans. Yeah, no, I'm having a hard time picturing converse is anything but what it is right but at and that time period like been that right so is, is there i mean it's kind of tangential i guess is there is there a young version of michael jordan that shows up in this movie so you see the back of his head and he says like one or two lines it and that's really it. Okay. focused on the that's parents probably for the best yeah for it, sure honestly yes and like it's distracting the first time because you see him walk in and you're just like oh we're gonna actually see michael but they they make it abundantly clear they're not talking to him or like they're not they're not talking to him, but it's just the they'll direct things at him. And when they ask him a question, he may have a one or two word response. So he doesn't even need to nail the voice, but it's just you just see him there pretty much. Um, Which is for the best because it gives the true star of the movie, I think, the time to shine, which okay. is Viola Davis as oh, Dolores okay. Jordan. Yep. She is phenomenal. Um, I. 
obviously I don't know everything about Dolores Jordan, but I think she's nailed the mannerisms. I think she nailed the accent. I think she nailed the person that she was. Um, Cause truthfully, as much as you have an agent and everything like that, the, tr- the decision comes down to your family and she is such a business mind. She had such like this prowess of it and everything like that. And they did include at the end, like the hall of fame speech towards uh, for Michael Jordan, when he basically said, I couldn't be here without my mom. She's the best, everything like that. She is the driving force behind this movie. Um, mm-hmm. uh, Matt Damon's great. And he is Sonny Vaccaro. Um, we have Phil Knight is played by Ben Affleck because of course, and I'm is just this, very thankful. Is this the first movie they've been in together in a while? No. Oh, in a while. Yeah, probably. Yeah. I was about to say, no, it was, obviously it was the they've been in a movie reunion, together. Right? No, but yeah, like, yeah. when was the last time they started? In a um, movie you know, they were in the last night or not last night. Um, uh, what was the uh, last duel? Last duel. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which you yeah, to see. Oscar bait movie that the Oscar bait movie. Yeah, that was 2021. Yeah. Yeah. So like they've been in movies together still, Um, even though I kind of like the fact that Ben Affleck's kind of taking more of a backseat mm. in this one uh, in this one and last duel. Last duel, he was the king and he really just was like a minor part. Just Damon's definitely more of the starring role, Um, especially in this one. We get a lot of Jason Bateman. Chris Tucker was excellent. He played um, Howard White, uh, who's a former player that basically Sonny brought on to run the basketball division and everything like that. Okay. Truthfully, this movie was great. Like, it was really, really good. And it's a movie about selling shoes. Like, I I don't know how (laughs) a movie like that got me so much, but it really was well done. And one of the things that I was thinking about that's kind of funny that we're talking about these two movies back to back. Matt Damon, when they zoom in on his face, because they do a lot of weird camera shots. I will say that there was a lot of weird camera shots. They're kind of like, okay, why did they take this shot? They have a shot of him from like here to here, um, like a face and everything like that. And what I was thinking to myself is that he looks like an older, fatter Chris Pine. Is that a compliment? No, he's supposed to look fat in this movie because Sonny Vaccaro, when he was recruiting him, was like a overweight white guy that ah, and that's okay. they drive that home a lot like how do you know basketball you overweight white guy okay gotcha and um he works around the agent at one point and the agent just drives home you fat fuck <laughs> <laughs> um this is not a movie for kids by the way there's a lot of fuck a lot yeah. of saying fuck a lot of fuck 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 did uh yeah. affleck or damon direct it i think affleck directed it uh, yes, directed by yep. Ben Affleck. Yep, yes. looks like it. So, and then uh, Alex Convery wrote it, and this is his first writing credit, which is kind of amazing to me. Uh, but yeah, it's star-studded cast. Um, it's a, I mean, I'm not gonna lie to you; it's a movie about selling shoes, but and you know what's going to happen, like. Sure. But I mean, that's never the point of these movies is like, yeah. oh, is he going to take the deal? Whoa. Who knows? Is there a montage of shoe production? No, there's really not. Um, really? In fact, they only present one shoe to him at his meeting, which he didn't. He had to agree to a meeting with them. Um, so when he agrees to the meeting, they basically are like, no, we're making one because as soon as we mass produce more, it makes it lose its value. And what's so interesting is the idea of like Converse made it for everybody. So it was the same shoe for everybody, but it's just, we have Larry Bird. We have Magic Johnson. These guys are like big names. They wear Converse. Uh, Adidas, you know, they're like, we have one shoe. We have it in different colors, but we have it in one shoe. And then basically what was the difference was Nike said, we're going to make a shoe line about you. Right. This is Air Jordan. Like it is, it is what it is. Yeah. Um, there's some great parts about it too, with like colors and stuff like that, because the NBA didn't allow uh more than fifty percent of the shoe to be a certain color. Hmm. Um, it had to be white majority of the way. And the, there's there's an interesting point where um, 
I don't want to spoil it, but there's an interesting point where they talk about the fact that, all right, we're also throwing in this shoe is not going to be white, like completely. It is going to be for you. So we're going to pay the fine for every game so that you can wear this shoe. Oh, interesting. Okay. So they were, I didn't, I didn't know that that nugget is that they were paying fines for not following protocol for, okay. Interesting. There's a, there's a lot of that stuff. I didn't and know that. That's cool. There's See, a lot of behind like the that scenes. That makes the story compelling. Yeah. Right. And that's, that's, that's the cool things. And like, it's even knowing that they do it really well, where like, there's more to that than just that. Mm. But it's a lot of talk about making shoes and a lot of talk about we're getting Michael Jordan. We're getting sure. fucking Michael Jordan. If I so so should would you recommend this movie to somebody that is a not a sneakerhead, B, not like a not like a bit. I mean, I'm what, not a sneakerhead. I saw yeah. this because I love but Michael you like Jordan. Sports. Right. I do love sports, yes, as well. And I think it's kind of cool the whole background of this whole thing. On Chicago it would sports. Be interesting to see you a person that's obviously on LeBron's dick. <laughs> seen wow. this movie. Call uh, you out. I'm oh, is that a Cavaliers championship shirt? In my, in, my, in my Cavaliers yeah. 2015 <laughs> Eastern Conference Championship t shirt right now. What do you mean uh, I'm on LeBron's dick? What? <laughs> and you know, like the end where they talk about like these play or where everybody is because it's a biopic, obviously. Yeah, talk yeah, about yeah. where everybody is. There is a line, Michael Jordan is the greatest basketball player of all time. <laughs> and yeah, so okay. I was wondering how you would fare with that. Eh, you know, whatever. It's it's not a... Now you know it's coming, so if you go see it, you can be like, that's bullshit, LeBron! Yeah, well, this is also directed by by uh, Ben Affleck, who's... Isn't he, isn't, he's like a Boston, he's like, a Boston sports fan. guy. He's like, yeah, he's but I would say he's Larry nostalgic Bird. for Yeah, 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 Michael but that's what I'm saying. Day. Also, probably anti-LeBron, man. Follow the money, all right? It's all a conspiracy, you know? Oh, money. Yeah, yeah. Whatever. I, I feel like I feel like that my the fire in me died when uh, they the NBA top 75 came out and like, you know, it was LeBron number two and Michael Jordan number one. You know what I mean? It's like, all right. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Where he belongs. Uh, yeah, it's like, uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we can get on this, but uh, I don't want to. I don't know. We're not. I didn't sign up for a sports podcast. I don't want to get on this right before the Lakers have their like uh, right before the Lakers are going to play in the playoffs, you know, probably cut. What's that? Hopes and dreams cut. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Like they might embarrass themselves in the first round. I don't know. We'll see. Now you make me wonder. I'm looking up Alex Convery, who wrote the actual script. Like, where is he from? You, You got me following the money. Yep. 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 Oh, you did say that Michael Jordan was shown in the original script. Huh. Oh, okay. So, um, <laughs> all right. Wow. Uh, Era exists because its screenwriter saw The Last Dance. Okay. Basically, yeah. Yep. It, like he had no clue about that. The makes story. sense. <laughs> Someone yeah. was inspired by. That makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah, he said it wouldn't exist if it wasn't for The Last Dance because he thought, oh wow, there's a movie there. So yeah, he's not wrong. Obviously, if only, if only he watched Believeland, man. Maybe maybe it'd be different, you know. Believeland—that's <laughs> yeah, the name of it. Yeah, there's a documentary uh, series about the 2016 championship that is like much lower budget and also a totally different thing than the Last Dance. It's not really the same thing. But either way, oh. I digress. Who produced that? Uh, I'm looking that up right now. Who's uh, like the big Cleveland celebrity that wrote and produced it? There's a couple of them. No, no, it's um. Hold on. Oh, it's by LeBron. What's it? Uh, no, there's the thirty for thirty. What the hell, man? I can't find it. Believe Cleveland? in Cleveland. What's that? Believe Cleveland. Yeah, thirty. Oh, I guess it all? was a thirty. Guess it was a thirty for it was thirty. A thirty for thirty. Yeah. Huh. Why did I think that was a totally separate entity? I for, totally forgot huh. that was a thirty for thirty. Well, that's the funny thing about uh, Catching Hell, the um, uh, Steve Bartman story. Yeah. I thought it was a thirty for thirty. No, it's an ESPN film. Uh, completely different i know see, but that's the thing. I, I'd somehow totally like yeah i guess the thing is is that i watched it before i worked at espn so i just wasn't as tuned into the brand when i was watching it Fair. this is my excuse yeah so either way so then did not go. sign up for this no, no i did not. not all right joe quiet we're gonna we're gonna watch that we're gonna watch believeland uh sometime this weekend okay okay as the cavaliers enter the playoffs for the first time without lebron since 98 man isn't it great what? It's weird because this movie feels like an Oscar Beatty movie, and it's released in April. So, oh right, that's that's uh, everything everywhere all at once. I know so it may April, have darling. a chance. 
and well, do I will you, say, so, so I guess, do you think it's an Oscar bait movie? Like, do you think they're, they're, they're the movie? No, no. Yeah. And I give it a 4.5 yeah. out of five. So okay. I'll give it, I'll give it 4.5. Um, uh, shit. Um, sneaker souls, 4.5 prospects. They're trying to sell sneakers to, cause I didn't want to use sneakers, you know? Okay. Yeah. That just yeah, feels fair too enough. obvious. That one, that one. Uh, yeah. 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 Um, so I gave it a 4.5 out of five. I really enjoyed it. I'd watch it again. Um, the acting's great. I say there may be some best actor, actress, supporting actress, supporting actor, like noms. Okay. Okay. Uh, um, cause like I could see Matt Damon gain a best actor nom. I could see Viola Davis gain, I guess it'd be best supporting cause she really wasn't in a lot of it, mm. but she also was the main actress. I don't know. That would be interesting where they put her for that. Uh, and then best supporting actor I would give to Chris Tucker. Chris okay. Tucker was excellent. Okay. Really, really good. good and he's Tucker. like, he's, he's very Chris Tuckery, but he, he does a good job. So 4.5 out of five prospects to sell sneakers to. Oh yeah. 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 Okay. okay. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> Jill, you've got our last movie. I wonder what it could be. So 20 years or 30, almost 30 years after their first attempt, Nintendo is back with their flagship mascot. Yes. It's Mario. Mario. Super Mario Bros. movie Uh, made by Illumination. I'm I'm still saying uh, I think we should do as a bad movie, the original Super Mario Brothers as like our next episode kind of thing. To I think that's a great idea. Have either of you ever seen it? I've I have. It I has have. been a long time. It has been also a very long time. It used yes. to be on TV a lot. Yes. <laughs> Jeez. Um, I would give is... money to Bob Hoskins. So well, the, that yeah. movie was such a disaster. It was that coupled with the Philips CDI debacle that Nintendo basically was like, all right, we are not Hold letting anybody touch any of our IPs ever again. I'm sorry. What about Link looking like? <laughs> yeah. What they look like. Right. But isn't that oh, how we got God. like the Sword of Gamelon was one of the CDIs? Wand, Wand of Gamelon. Is Wand of, of Gamelon. Yes. They're all terrible. And they're all, it, it, again, it was just a total mangling, of, whatever. Basically, main Nintendo not trust anybody. Made them a little weary. Exactly. Right. They're like, okay, I think I, I shared it with you guys the last time we talked, or I, I definitely may have mentioned this. There's a really fantastic article about the making of the movie, the 1993 super Mario, Bro- Mario brothers film okay. and how it just, you read it. And the uh, directors were just so up their own asses on like what <laughs> they thought they were making and hmm. it's a mess. It. I'll see if I can send it to well, you. It's it, a really it's, fascinating it's interesting, read. Right? Because so much of what defines Mario nowadays just wasn't even around in 93, right? Think about it. Like, you know, Super Mario Brothers was an eight-year-old game as opposed to an almost 40-year-old game, right. right, when they were making it. So they're now, at least this movie has literally yes, like at least five, people... ten times the amount of source material to pull from. The, 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 <laughs> probably the most important thing is that at least the people who made this movie played mario yes yes and they've grown up with mario it's very clear and that made bowser the world... actually bowser and oh, bowser is fantastic bowser is yeah i mean oh, yeah well, i so... mean in this movie yes but we're talking about the bad movie <laughs> oh yeah right uh <laughs> they don't yes, even call him bowser they call him king koopa yes he's, they do he's not even called that um and i think it's not peach i think it's daisy oh what really you know what? I daisy. About that, i'm pretty maybe. sure it's not peach in the original Okay, well, that's a topic for the when we watch the 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 terrible what movie verifying yes. this. Um, but yeah, no, let's talk about the the actual good one. Um, so the Super Mario Bro- Mario Bros. movie made by uh, Illumination. You Illumination. know what? This is uh, pretty fun. Yeah, yeah. Okay. It I was a, it. it was a feast for the eyes in terms yes. of Easter eggs. Really, like, really like. Oh well, yeah. Go yeah, no, it's a good time. I would. Um, it's definitely Illumination's best looking film. They show mm. they um aired a Illumination trailer for something, probably a the next despicable me oh, or a minion film like beforehand. And uh you could tell the visual difference mm. in uh in film nice. between this one. Um they definitely treat these characters like they know them. 
the plot is probably the weakest thing in the film, which is oh, it's paper thin, semi unfortunate. But you I mean, know they what? Found a way to get you're... Mario Kart in there. Like yes. I wasn't expecting yes. Shakespeare. If yeah, I was just say if you are a fan of Mario or gaming, um, you'll kind of overlook that. Yeah, did they get if... tennis, golf, or soccer or baseball in there? They did not get any sports in there. Well, so there's sports references in the background, yes. but there's never he never swings a golf club and he doesn't yeah. ever swing. A they don't do that, but that'll they... save that for save that for for exactly. for my brothers too, I guess. Right? Yeah, um, they got to give us something to come back for. This movie definitely felt like the its thesis statement was how do we how do we get as much video game like sequences into this movie as possible right which i don't know what else i was expecting i guess but it was like okay we're gonna have these set pieces that kind of reflect the this specific kind of feel for this game or whatever Mm -hmm. from the games or whatever and then we'll write plot to kind of stitch it all together afterwards how can we make this feel like a a visual video game yeah yeah Mm -hmm. so it it feels almost more like a theme park ride than a movie right in a a fun way like like, you know yeah yeah yeah, I I came out of it the same way I would come out of like a you know like like the Star Wars like you know Rise of the Resistance Rise of the Resistance and, you know, yeah like, Guardians Cosmic Coaster right where like you're there and you're experiencing Guardian stuff but you're not coming out of it being like oh man like that narrative in that they really advanced yeah, right. the really, plot and yeah, stuff. yeah exactly yeah. um no and the voice <laughs> acting uh, which we haven't talked about yet yeah you know I'm gonna say it Chris Pratt as Mario not bad. I like, think they did him fucking dirty in those I trailers. Think the I think they, they decided a little hard. Well, well they I, decided to pick the worst fucking takes that he had because he sounds way better in the movie they did in the trailers. And yeah. I was gonna say, uh, I think they did that on purpose because they didn't want to reveal the voice. I mean, I guess, but but if you build up that negativity, people I mean, are bad going. Pre- there's no such thing as bad press. Yeah, tension. And, so. and truthfully, would a good voice? have done better or would a bad voice have done better for the movie? I mean, I'm sure there's some people who went to this movie just because they wanted yeah. to see Chris Pratt and, fail. And they actually yeah. address, they actually address the, like, they they do a good job. With, they have a, a single joke for why he's not sounding like Charles Martinet. Let's go! Yeah. You know, they he does the voice for a hot second and they address it and then they move on and it's like, okay, that's, yeah, I'm, I'm happy. That was the good explanation. Okay. And then, yeah. I feel I chuckled, too. Like, it's good. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right. Um, well, that, that's what I'm saying, though. I think they, they knew what they were doing. They put the bad voice out there because I think it did more for the marketing for the movie. Yeah, People were talking about it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Anya Taylor-Joy as Princess, who def- as Princess Peach, who definitely, of all the characters in the film, they did the most with her, which yeah, is she did. very, Peach. very satisfying. Yeah, Peach Good. definitely got the biggest glow up of any of the character, any Mario yeah. characters, because she is an actual character. She it's has not agency. A, yeah, she's not it's a so damsel fantastic. Yeah. It, well, right. She's not damsel, damsel in distress. Not just like, oh, Mario, I baked a castle. Come, you know, I come baked to the a castle. castle. I baked a castle. castle. I baked a cake for you. Come meet me in the I mean, castle, Princess that's, Peach. That's, that's pretty I mean, impressive. If, if you baked me a castle, that would be pretty impressive. That would be cool. Yeah, a castle cake. Not bad. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. It sounds like a super. Uh, it probably is a Mario party. It is a Mario party world. Yep. Yeah, right. Um, yeah. Seth Rogen <laughs> as Donkey Kong is it's just exactly what it says on the tin. He does the Seth Rogen laugh. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, he does that. He does that. He does a lap, um, and it's like, okay, cool. You're, whatever. It, it, yeah, it, I don't want to say it took me out of the movie because I was never in the movie. I was just, I was just smiling with the movie. Does yeah. Sense? Um, shocking to no one. Jack Black as Bowser steals the show. Jack Black uh, is having a blast. And they clearly it's, wrote. It's, yeah. they, I think they kind of let him do his thing, and they wrote yes. Bowser around him, which was absolutely the right thing to do. Yes. love it. it. No, I love that. Let him gave him the the sound room and turned on the He's mic still, and said, "Have at it, man." My favorite uh, interview was when him, Keegan Michael Key, uh, Charlie Day, and Chris Pratt all went on the Kelly Clarkson show, mm-hmm. and like they didn't know where he was. And basically they were saying or he was hiding backstage because they all lied to him saying they were dressing as their characters. So he was dressed as Bowser and everybody else was normal. And like it was total it was a total bit. Like an absolute total bit. But then it goes into uh Kelly goes backstage, talk to him, is like, Oh, I'll give you the special entrance because we want to make you feel better. And he just tears it up. Like the door swings open, he's just <laughs> I expect nothing less. Yeah. Oh, it was so good because it's just such black uh Jack Black. Yeah. 
He's a delight. He, no, he's a delight. Right. He still he's he's a scene stealer yeah, and he's, he's in scene. this movie. I Jack wish there was Black. more Bowser, frankly, because of that. Yeah, Charlie Day's Luigi's great. Um, I saw something interesting a headline today that like caught my eye, and it was that this film, at least to the author, is made making them re-examine and reappreciate Wreck It Ralph. Oh, and definitely, okay. I think Wreck It Ralph. Wreck It Ralph uh, deserves wrecked, a lot more love. So this could uh, so this could jump. If okay, you but on that note, I think Wreck they're it very Ralph, different films. They are very different films. Um. Uh, Wreck It Ralph is a much better movie, I think, than this movie. Yes, mm. Wreck It Ralph is very much a best, a better. It, 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 like my my biggest is so better my... than Ralph Breaks the Internet. Yes. Uh, wait, what? No, is this Ralph movie breaks... better than Ralph Breaks the no. Internet. Yes. Oh, I haven't. Yeah. Yes. Ralph Breaks yes. the Internet is not good. Yeah. So like, and it's like, and I don't want to tear this movie down, um, because I don't think that like, like I think they accomplished exactly what they wanted to with this movie with really well, you know. Like, I just don't think they were trying to write a super emotionally emotional like no. core story, you yeah. know. It's just it's it's a fun kids movie, you know. It, okay. And and it made me feel like a kid for ninety minutes, and I think that's great, you know. Um, but the, it's not going, you know. It, it doesn't. It didn't make me feel anything like any any Pixar movie ever does. Didn't make me feel anything like Wreck-It Ralph does. Uh, even the Lego movie, right? Like Lego movie had a really strong emotional core with strong writing between those characters. But, you know, and this Chris Martin, Pratt. Martin movie does not have it. It has Chris Pratt That's in it. Chris too. Pratt. Exactly. And Charlie Day in it. Um, so yeah. You guys uh, ready for Garfield featuring Chris Pratt? Oh, no. God. Is that actually happening? I forget. Was that a joke I, or not? Supposedly that is that's happening. happening. Okay, got oh, it. That's God. right. No, that was like the you. big one, too. It's like, Chris Pratt's Mario? Chris Pratt is Garfield? Like, what's happening? Yeah, yeah, Chris yeah. Pratt's the voice actor. is taking over the world. Yeah, I guess so. Um, um, oh, no. next. One next he's going to be Star-Lord and... Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, wait, shit. That already happened twice. It's <laughs> three times. Um, the one thing that pissed me off, like, actually, actively, like made me upset about this movie was all the licensed music. Yes. I was like, come on, man. Like this, this is movie's lame. biggest sin is very much what the licensed music. It yeah. takes you it's fun. They there's like one they do it multiple times. There is one occasion where I'm like, okay, fine, whatever. But it just keeps coming and it's not for kids. It's obviously not for the kids. It's for the adults. Yeah, right. Okay. And it's like, did we need this? There's well, so the reason there's a I get... rich catalog of music. Well right. So that's the reason I get upset by it, right? Because like literally like, you know, 70% of the movie you get really, really, really cool remixes from the video games in an orchestral theme. And it's like, it's cool. It's awesome. You know, like yeah. Mario's hopping around and you, you hear the Toad, you hear Toad's house theme from Mario 3. And then like, oh, suddenly like you're you're in Donkey Kong country and you hear you hear the Donkey Kong, the DK rap. You're like, oh, man, like this is awesome. This is nostalgic. Wait, right. No and Sleep then, Till Brooklyn's in this. No uh. Sleep Till Brooklyn's in there. Um, Take On Me she just randomly shows up. Weezer. Yeah. Holding out uh, for a hero. Yep. Yeah, holding out for a hero shows up. That is actually the one that there is a holding out for a hero montage. That's, uh, that's the one I think I could okay. get away with. I'm like, okay, cool. That's at least semi. It, 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 not, it fits the it, context. It does, in it which does it and it's a strong montage. It does not beat Shrek 2's use of holding out for a hero. I will say that. Nothing Fair. does. Also, so go. The bigger no, difference, I mean, there is that Shrek 2, at least Jennifer Saunders is singing it. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That's a good point. Right. Um, but no, though, however, this film does have one original song by Jack Black that is, yes, Peaches. I, I'm th- Peaches. I'm calling it now Oscar winning song. They, they were they talking about that, that it is, it's, valid. it's eligible, you it's can, eligible. We can, it, it can be put up, I'm gonna go right up the there category. with Blame Canada as like, ooh, Blame Canada, I yeah, Blame Canada. Um, okay, why not? So, I just want Jack Black to know. Universe. If Jack Black listens to this, you know, as he does, where is our Jack Gray album? That's a great question. Didn't they didn't they do a show together? Jack White. Well, and Jack they were Black? supposed to do an album together. Jack Black and Jack White were doing an album called Jack Gray. Oh. Okay. And Maybe he and Jack Black uh Jack White didn't get along. Maybe. Which wouldn't shock me with Jack White. I feel yeah, like Jack Black Jack would Black's get along with problem. everyone. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, for all we know, Jack, you you might be difficult, but I really don't think yeah, you are. I don't think he is either. I mean, he literally, yeah. He seems just like a, such a go with the flow. I mean, he's Poe. He voices yeah. some of my favorite characters, you know, Kung Fu Panda. That one time in a Shark Tale. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. I never saw Shark Tale, so it's I can't talk good, about it. But Jack uh, Black. It's not great. Jack Black is delightful. It's Jack Black. I mean, Jack and, Black uh, is Will just... Smith. 
from Will Smith. Yeah. Will Smith's the main character. Keep Will Smith's name out your mouth. <laughs> you think Will Smith's going to show up in Super Mario Brothers 2? As no. who? Who voices Will Smith? Or who, who does Will Smith voice in the Mario Can canon that we haven't Fox? seen? If they do an expanded universe, make him Fox. Fox well, that's what I'm wondering, too. Yeah. That'd be interesting. I have him more of his Falco. Yeah. Well, I think, I think he'd be cool Falco. <laughs> we can't reach consensus. I want Michael audience. B. Jordan to be Falco. Oh, okay. Michael All right, B. Jordan is Falco. Yeah. yeah. So that's, so Michael I, B. Jordan is everybody. While, while we're on the theme that I've, Jamie Foxx is Star Wolf, that'd be pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, yep. As people can tell, this opens the door to questioning what they're like, what they're going to do. Nintendo so what comes with next? Success. Exactly. So what comes next is another Mario movie for sure. Yes, I agree. There's definitely going um, to be probably another Mario film. I this movie. I this is gonna... now the, the this this beat Frozen Two is the biggest animated yeah movie okay. opening ever. So so I have two options. That I think they go next after the second Mario movie. Okay. Okay. Do they go Luigi's Mansion? I would. Love I would that. hope so. I would love that so much. I mean, Char- Luigi definitely deserves. Time Charlie Day. Did, Charlie Day was great. He, yeah, Charlie Day they, was great. Yeah. Or do they go Legend of Zelda? So I. If, How if do you fucking, do a Legend if, of Zelda if, film if, where he doesn't talk? Well, right, and then also if they give fucking Legend of Zelda to Illumination, I will cry. I will cry tears because I, this yeah. is like okay. So like Illumination works great pick for a Mario movie, right? Like all right. the complaints that I the complaint that I have this not having an emotional core of a story, it's fine. It's Mario, you know. Like I like you can have a theme park ride through the Mushroom Kingdom, and I'm totally fine. Yeah, um, do you have a theme park that ride being said, in the new we, Universal it, Mario Nintendo? Yeah. Land. They do. Yes, if they adapt Legend of Zelda to a medium, either as a TV series, a movie, what have you. I need to have a sense of place. I need to have, I need to feel like we are in Hyrule. I did not feel like I was in the Mushroom Kingdom because the Mushroom Kingdom is not, a, it's whatever they want it to be for the video games, right? But Zelda needs to be handled with a little more, I want to say. TLC. Not TLC, because they, they put a lot of TLC in there. Yeah. Mike is Thorough. laughing. He is he is howling right I was now. Looking, oh, so I was looking at what... So somebody made like a graphic that was like the potential sequels and everything like that. Sure. Okay. Apparently, Jack Black has already suggested somebody for the sequel. Uh, he suggested the character of Wario. Yes. Yes, because Wario is not... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Spoiler. Wario's not, in, Wario's this not in this movie, yeah. Jack Black suggested Pedro Pascal. Oh my god. Wario. Why not? The internet's the daddy. Fuck not. Yeah. Oh, I love it. That'd be amazing actually. I'm all for that. My I mean, I don't think they're going to do this cuz it would just it would be bonkers, but I want them to do the subspace um emissary. emissary. That's the story mode from, from Brawl, Brawl Super Smash mm-hmm. Brothers. Yeah. That's the closest thing we've had to like the Super Smash Brothers movie, right? Yeah, it, it, like, it, I, I would rather it is have very, them... it, It's honestly very Avengers Endgame in tone. It's it's yep. a lot of fun yeah. if you watch all of it. I, mean, I that's would rather be our Avengers have here. them. Yeah. I would rather have them just jump to that. Like they do the second Mario movie. They they end it with you know similar to perhaps. Uh, I, I don't. I don't Nightmare... need. Well, I don't need on. a Nintendo. Sorry, go for it. Yeah. So oh, they... we're getting a Nintendo universe. <laughs> it's Illumination. They do three movies for every. Everything I understand more than that three part, movies. but like I don't, I don't need like Fox as like a post credit scene and is like I want to yeah, talk well, to you so about the Super doing... Smash Brothers initiative or whatever. So in this right? dream scenario, Kirby. yeah. In this dream scenario, they do the second film, maybe they do a third, and then whichever one of those it ends with the kind of similar to Nightmare Before Christmas, where like they have the different trees to the different holidays. Mm-hmm. Okay. They, yeah. They imply that like there's more to this world that's out there, or there's other sure. universes, and okay. they already kind of have. And have then we characters. just go right into subspace. I would okay. say I would say the next step would be from Kirby, from Mario to Kirby. Kirby would be yeah. my be like Kirby fits the more closer tone. I have two but... characters I want on the sequel. Yeah, Yoshi and Wario. Or I Donkey Kong. That... I heard Donkey Kong Country would also Donkey Kong be... Country. Donkey Country. Yeah, yeah, they could totally do that because they, the they went to. They went to Don. They yeah. They, they yeah. you know Don Kong's. They've already kind of created Kong's it. Yeah. Kingdom yeah. or Monkey Kingdom. Uh, it's, I, I don't know. I don't know what. what I the, think it's what Kong the, King, Kong Island. Either either way, if if Illumination got if I if this was the Legend of Zelda movie and it was done this way, I would be much more upset about it. If that makes sense, That's right? Because like it's just That's like. Fair. Well, like in Star Fox, I feel like is similar in that I think you could do that a little more because it's like it's animals that are alive and everything like that but i do feel like it has a harsher like tone kind of thing you know like even the animation style though 
the game like opens. The game opens with an, with an invasion of a planet and and yeah. <laughs> you know mass war going on. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Lives well, and are like lost. the the animation style too. Like it's a lot more sleek than sure. Illumination does. Illumination does bubbly and bouncy very well. Yes, they don't do sleek and dramatic very well. Yeah, I mean, like the reality of it is that Star Fox is not a well. Uh, it, uh, well, selling IP, we'll say it's mm -hmm. kind of been shelved after Star Fox Zero. Yeah. So I mean, like, what we're likely we already got a, a Pokemon Detective Pikachu movie, right? So we'll probably get more of those. Um, probably. Are we get getting another movie. Detective Pikachu? It's I haven't we haven't heard anything. Yeah, uh, I, guess I haven't heard anything right? in a while. The, but like, it did really well in the box Justice office. Justice right? Smith is now off doing the D and D movie. Yeah, he was in D and D. You're right. It's true. He was the sorcerer. He was good. Yeah. Detective Pikachu oh. is slated for 2024, supposedly. Okay. Uh, we haven't rated the the Mario movie no, yet. We have oh, not. we have not. You're right. Okay. Jill. Out of five, I'm gonna give it. I'm, I had a good time. I would give it like a 3.8 out of uh, five uh, wahoos. Wahoo. <laughs> Wahoo. Uh, I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it a. I think mm -hmm. taking it on its own terms, I'm going to give it a three five, uh, three point five power ups out of five. You know, okay. I had a great time. You know, like I'm surprised Tanuki suits didn't make it in this. Oh, I know. I, I was like, I could have come no. up better in the in the oh, ratings. Yeah, yeah. No, I, know. The I know. Suits. I know. Um, but I think well, the like, real question that we didn't ask is Andre better or worse than the first Sonic? Not worse, better. Or did you like it more than the first Sonic film? Okay, so you want my? This is where the hot takes come in. Okay. I like Sonic better as a movie. I think Sonic 1, I came out more pleasantly surprised than Mario, right? Mario, like, I, I think Mar it's they're different movies, honestly. Like, even though they're both video game adaptations or whatever, they're both trying to do different things. I think Sonic, I like the characters in Sonic more. And it had, like, it's a very generically plotted movie. But you know what? Hey, I, I grew to like James Marsden and Sonic, you know? Like, I, I grew to like Eggman and um oh my god his 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 companion agent stone. stone agent stone right yeah like so the sonic movie brought original aspects to the care to to that ip that i kind of grew to enjoy you know like it was fun and i was like wow like they treated that that the ip with respect and it added its own flair to it this movie does not bring anything new to the table besides jack black's uh, interpretation of bowser and then <laughs> arguably a reinterpretation of peach's character which are both heavily appreciated but like yeah. you know there's no original character in this movie that I've never, and then, then that's not say needed it. I don't. That'd be kind of weird if it. If yeah, it they're making a, a new character. It's the third yeah, Luigi brother, or third Mario brother. Yeah. Well, like, I guess actually no, that's that's not true because like like it, so there's it's a whole frame story of like Mario and Luigi are in a semi real version of Brooklyn, right? And they get transported to the Mushroom Kingdom, right? Yeah. Okay. They they show his family briefly, and that's the other thing that's coming out of it is that like they try to play on this thread of like. Mario's parents aren't upset are upset with him starting a plumbing business because that's yeah. his dream is to be a plumber. Okay. And they have like two lines discarded to like like where they're all eating their they're all they're all eating dinner and then his dad is kind of giving the chagrin being like, You're this is a this is a this is a pipe dream kid. They didn't actually say pipe dream, it's a terrible pun. But you know what I mean? Like it's <laughs> like it's like, oh, this is the, you should just give this up and you're pulling your brother into it. It's, un, it's irresponsible. And they just move on from that. The actual movie happens. And then Mario has a heart to heart with Donkey Kong in the, right before the third act. And he's like, you know, they're both down on their luck and they're like, and like Donkey Kong, Seth Rogen's like, oh, my dad thinks I'm a failure. And then Mario's like, yeah, my dad thinks I'm a failure too. And I'm like, what? Like, we're, we're bringing this back into this? Like, like this is the through line was that you want to prove yourself to your dad? This like, is the emotional. Spoilers, everybody. Sorry. Okay, come on, but like this, like uh, it's a well, Mario movie. We all know what's yeah. happening. No, it's. Yeah. I'm, I'm. I'm mostly kidding. I'm just okay. amused that you're I telling just, like, the whole that, plot. I was like, plot. why are you, like why are you even attempting at this plot thread when you barely tried to set it up, right? You know. So I think, as a movie, Sonic the Hedgehog was better plotted than the Mario Brothers movie, which is a weird sentence to say out loud. Because the games could not be in a more reverse situation. <laughs> you know you what I mean? Ready for Apples Oranges? Yeah. The new Mortal Kombat or Sonic the Hedgehog? Oh, Sonic the Hedgehog beats Mortal Kombat. Yeah, Mortal Kombat's Sonic probably the, the worst. Sonic the Hedgehog didn't have a superfluous character that, and also. Sonic Mortal the Hedgehog Kombat didn't Sonic even have the, the Hedgehog, ding dang combat. Sonic Mortal the Hedgehog Kombat. succeeded where Mortal Kombat failed in that I like the original characters in Sonic the Hedgehog. I did not like the original character in Mortal Kombat, no. the movie original character. He was lame. Sorry. Yeah, well, he they are making another one, which I'm excited yeah. about. Yes. But they like, are. 
Mortal and, Kombat I mean, didn't even have the thing on the, Kano, says on the Kano, tin. Kano saves that movie for me. You know, Kano was awesome. Kano's great. Movie. And for the seventh time in a row, video game adaptation, the video game adaptation curse has been squashed. I think it's safe to I just I am so fucking tired now. of hearing, seeing articles. Seventh being time like, in a row? The, dude, this is like, maybe not seventh, but like every single thing that's come out, every single video game adaptation. I mean, like, D&D finally, also could be argued fits great, under that. great yeah. video game adaptation curse is over. And I'm like, bro. like, Yeah, no, we can all think The Last of Us. That yeah, right. really is what broke oh, yeah. the curse. That, that would count. Yeah, okay. I got Mario broke so it. Then, or before Mario, it was Detective Last of Pikachu. Us. Detective Pikachu. And then before Last of Us, it was Sonic 2. Then Sonic 1. And then Detective Pikachu. Yeah, you're right. Det- Detective Pikachu so was probably the five. That, Detective Pikachu was the first. Yeah, that was like the first. Like, oh, okay. you forgot. Our, I mean, does Arcane count? Oh yeah, Arcane definitely counts. That that counts Six. too for sure. Oh, Castlevania, Netflix, Castlevania. Oh yeah, Castlevania is fantastic. Yep. Seven. There you go. We got there. Mortal Kombat eight. Sure, why not? <laughs> I didn't hate it. You know. I look okay. forward to the Yakuza movie. Ooh, make a Yakuza movie. Let's go. I would love that. Holy shit! I bet you would love it too, Mike. To be honest with you, I Probably. feel like Yakuza is absolutely your kind of shit. Probably. I mean, I've watched like a dragon playthroughs. Oh, did you? Okay, so you know the tone then. You know you a get the bit, vibe. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't, I don't know exactly everything, but yeah, I've seen a little bit of it. I, yeah. I probably would like that. Yeah, it's good. It's okay. good. Okay. Okay. What if we make a video game series about Ma- or uh, the movie series about mafia and call it Godfather? Oh, dude. Whoa. <laughs> we might be onto something there. <laughs> you might be onto something. Well, they're making a movie adaptation of the Mafia video games. Let's go. <laughs> Stars Robert De Niro. <laughs> Dude, that's just like that time that they made a video a movie out of Spider-Man 2, my favorite PS2 game. <laughs> Aren't they making a Gran to uh to They're making a Gran Turismo movie, yes. Turismo. thank you. Yes. Um who's 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 the big person in that? Shit. Um, I knew you were gonna ask. You also too. forgot the Halo TV series. That did not break the video game adaptation curse. I'm sorry. <laughs> I thought people liked it. David Harbour. David Harbour's Banged. in it. David Harbour. David Harbour. Orlando Bloom. Orlando Bloom's in it. Oh, yeah. That's right. uh, a pairing. I never thought I'd Jim see. Jimin Hansu, which I learned how to pronounce his name finally the other day because I've been calling him Oh, Jim man. Jim He's Hansu. like in everything. He's like in everything. Yeah, I know, but I didn't know how to pronounce his name. I've just called no, him yeah. Digimon Hansu. <laughs> that is definitely not how I pronounce That's, it. But... Yeah. I, I understood. There's a D in there, and I didn't know that the D was silent. He's um, um. Oh my god. Um, what's his Marvel Cinematic Universe's name? Korath. Yeah. Yeah, Korath. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Anyways, video game adaptations. Will they ever be good? Who knows? But we like the Mario movie. It was good. We, we would see another. Yeah. Yes, and there's going to be another because this. Movie is making buku Enough bucks. Money. So this sucks. is good. This is this is a huge year for Nintendo because they opened up Super Mario Bro or the Super Nintendo World rather in Hollywood now. Orlando is soon to follow. Um, Hopefully, and this movie... before we go in August. Yeah, yeah, we're going August uh, to Universal and uh, uh, Disney. Nice, nice. Do you know where you're staying? Yes, we are staying. Uh, to be told outside of the podcast. <laughs> Okay, cool. Yeah. Uh, no, we're saying at Port Orleans, the Riverport or whatever. Nice. Riverside. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Riverside. Yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. Very nice. Yeah. You can so uh, take good. a boat to Disney Springs from there. I know. I'm actually really excited about that. Yeah. Disney Springs is awesome. I love Disney Springs, so I'm I'm all for it. Cool. But yeah. Okay. Well, that seems to do it for this episode of Game for a Movie, where we ask, are you game for a movie? I've been your host, Mike. I've been joined by... Andre and Jill. Andre forgot the order there. I did for a second. Yeah, I, did <laughs> I saw it. the look on your face. Wahoo! <laughs> we'll see you next time on Game for a Movie. Bye bye. <laughs>